Now it's time for your daily pep talk on News Radio Pensacola. Text in the show at 850-437-1620. My fake plants died because I did not pretend to water them. By inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden along with the sunshine. There's gotta be a little rain sometime. Oh, it's the day after Christmas, December 26th. It's 9.06 in the morning. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I've got an expert right here with you for the Garden Line. It's Mike Wiggins. Uh, thank you for joining me this morning. How are you doing? How was your Christmas, sir? Oh, Jake, it was fabulous. Yeah. It was fabulous. A lot of a lot of friends, a lot of family had them. All our college grandchildren home from college, and we just had a great time. Awesome. How about you? Uh, it was great. Uh, me and uh, my wife, we saw the Wonka movie last night. Well, good uh, for you. It was pretty interesting. And uh, my wife just cooked uh, some amazing food, and we've just we've just been sitting around eating and and uh, watching TV and just and just having a good relaxing time. Um, I wanted to say, go ahead and text us four three seven sixteen twenty. We are live here this morning after uh, Christmas day after Christmas. So uh, text us four three seven sixteen twenty if you have a question for Mike Wiggins on the Garden Line. Well, one thing I wanted to say real quick, Jake. I'd- um, I just want to thank you. That is the greatest introduction we've ever had um, to the garden line. You have put together. I didn't uh, know there was that much gardening music out there. Oh, there's a lot more than that. I had to just kind of pick three and go with it. So. <laughs> anyway, I really appreciate oh, your efforts you. on that. It'll it, change over time. I'll, I'll keep it fresh. Yeah, I am. You know? you know, we talked. I don't know how next week will be. I'll either be our first show of the new year. Mm. And um, I don't know what we're going to do for New Year's Eve music, but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll find something. See what's in store for 2024. Uh, oh, very nice. Very well said. Uh, but while, on a serious note, um, we do need to thank our listeners, our people who phone call us, people who text us, and just in general your interest in the Garden Line um, during um, 2023. We've had a great year. Um, a, a lot of fun conversations. Um, we've answered a lot of questions. We've identified questions we couldn't identify, we couldn't answer. But we've um, generally, I'm speaking for myself, um, have had a great time. And, Jake, thank you for all your efforts for what you do. Yeah, you're welcome. Because I think people don't realize the work that you put in to make the garden line work. But um, we're looking forward to 2024. I think next week we might – Talk about um, some gardening New Year's resolutions. I think that that might be fun. But uh, finally, just thank you, um, everybody who is listening and has participated. We have some very loyal listeners, and I even get stopped on the street, people saying that they've listened to the Garden Line, and I can't thank you enough for that. I thought what we would talk about today is a little checklist for winter. Now, You've had some time off and probably haven't done a lot of gardening. No. Um, as a matter of as a matter of fact, if you, you know, we always talk about the weather on the garden line, and 
it looked like we rescued Christmas Day weather-wise. Mm-hmm. At my house, it poured rain early, early that morning. Then I looked out the window, and it's blue skies. It was just great because those kids, you know, they got to get out there on those bicycles and, and um, hit the roads and have, oh, have yeah. play outside with all those toys. So in any event, we, um, we saved Christmas weather-wise. It looks like this week um, it's going to be a little chilly later on, not today necessarily, but later in the week. I think we're supposed to get into the low 40s, maybe even the 30s. But there is some things, or there are some things, that we need to do in the winter. And I thought that's what we might talk about today. We started last week talking about bulbs. And I don't want to go back over all of that because we covered that pretty much last year. But there are two bulbs we did not mention last week. Now, we talked about tulips and daffodils and hyacinths and iris and all of those and how to handle all of that. But we didn't talk about the crocus or the ranunculus. Uh, long term for crocus is a snow crocus. Invariably, if you look at a national newspaper or magazine, you'll have a picture of a field of snow. And up, coming up in the snow is a crocus. It is one of the earliest bulbs to come up in, not even the spring yet, but in the late winter. It's really great. They call those minor bulbs. Ridiculous and crocus, but I think that's only because they're very, very small, mm. much, much smaller, not much bigger than a quarter, maybe a little bit bigger than that. But they are easy to plant, easy to grow. Um, ridiculous, so they're many, many colors. And so I want to be sure that if you're going to plant some bulbs, that you may look into crocus and ridiculous. But keep in mind, of course, if you want to still, if you want to plant tulips, and hyacinths, when you go to your garden center, they have got to be pre-chilled because those two bulbs want cold weather. You've got to fool them. I think they live in Chicago, and that's why we put them in the refrigerator. But it's too late for that. You need to buy them pre-chilled or just wait till next year. No mm. question about it. That's ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. Uh, it is what? ridiculous. <laughs> what were those two kinds again? Ranunculus, ranunculus, and crocus. Crocus, All crocus, right. crocus is one that um, very familiar to a lot of people, especially up north, because mm. it literally will come up through the snow. Oh. It's, just, it's, some, it's a neat bulb. Um, oh, and one other bulb before we leave this, um, I want to talk about amaryllis for just a second. Mm. Um, we've talked about amaryllis on our show many times. Um, it's a bulb. You play it in the ground. It's got kind of a neck to it, so you plant it up to about the neck of the bulb. But I will tell you this. Jake, I, was, I had Christmas dinner at, with some family. And on the table were some waxed amaryllis. I'll be honest with you, I know our listeners probably know all about this, but I have never had any experience with a waxed amaryllis. Here's what you do. You buy an amaryllis, and they have cut off the roots, and put wax all around the amaryllis with the neck of that bulb sticking out of the wax. And the wax is the size of a Christmas ornament. So many times they're colorful, um, like a Christmas ornament, red, green, and what have you. But here's the neat thing about it. They need no water. They need no soil. 
what you do, you buy these waxed amaryllis bulbs that are covered with wax. You put them in a sunny, warm place in your home. They will, as an amaryllis is prone to do, they'll send up the stalks, send up multiple blooms, and they were absolutely gorgeous on this Christmas dinner table. Um, and we talked about it, about what do you do afterwards, because most of the, the kits you buy where amaryllis are in soil, you can just take them right outside after Christmas and put them in the ground and enjoy them forever because they're a wonderful perennial. They come up year after year. But there seems to be some mixed reviews on what do you do with the waxed amaryllis after Christmas. A lot of the literature says forget it. It's a one-time deal. It was great. You know, you didn't have to do anything to them. You put them on your table or for use them as decorations. They bloomed as they just looked beautiful. Um, but you throw them away. Some people say you take off the wax because there's also a wire going up through the bottom which makes it stand up straight. You take the wire out, you take the wax off, and if the bulb is still firm, you can go plant it outside. Or there was also some thought that you take the wax and you score the wax. You get a knife and just kind of put just put different cuts into the wax and plant it like that. Hmm. Now, here's what I'm doing. I'm asking any of our listeners today, if they've had experience with this, one, have how have you enjoyed your waxed amaryllis, which need no care whatsoever, or have you ever planted a waxed amaryllis outside? And if so, did you take off the wax? Did you leave it on? Did you score the wax? In any event. So I'm asking for information here because I tell you right now, they were absolutely gorgeous hmm. on that Christmas table. Looked like they were an amaryllis coming out of a Christmas ornament. Wow. It was fabulous. That's great. It was something new. Something yeah, if you new. if you have any information on that this morning, let us know. Mike us Wiggins know. here on the Garden Line, 437-1620. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. We'll be right back after this with more Mike Wiggins and the Garden Line. Finding a landscaper that will actually call you back? Check! Finding one that offers high-end designs complemented with 3D walkthrough designs and 2D renderings? Check! Finding a great landscaper that can also execute beautiful landscape and hardscape designs? Check! Finding one that knows how to erect outdoor pergolas, fences, patios, and kitchens? Check! Finding the right landscaper that also offers irrigation services? Check! Hi, this is Lindsay with Blue Sky Landscapes. Call us today for a free quote and check out our work at blueskypensacola.com. Now it's time for another tip from ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. Do you know the impact video has in the minds of your future customer? In today's world, the average person consumes up to six hours of video a day. That is 25% of their time. If that large of a segment of their day is spent watching video, what's your company doing to create consumable content? Does your marketing and advertising strategy reflect appearing where they're watching this content? If it doesn't yet, it will soon. We are ADX Digital, and we help businesses leverage the power of video by putting brands just like yours in front of consumers using a wide variety of video marketing strategies, including social media mirroring, OTT, Amazon, video pre-roll, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and more. Ready to learn how we can do this for you? Email me today at connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. That's connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. 
ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. Hello, this is Danny Zimmern, president of the Pensacola Mardi Gras Foundation. All of Northwest Florida is getting ready for the 2024 Mardi Gras season, which starts with our annual kickoff event on Saturday, January the 6th. That's the 12th night in the traditional Mardi Gras season start. The streets of downtown Pensacola will be lined with floats, crews, and thousands of revelers as we bless the fleet of floats with a royal processional, which will be led by a second-line procession. We will cut the community king cake, and if you want more information, head to PensacolaMardiGras.com for dates and event details. And remember, laissez-les-bontemps, roulette. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. Well, that'll be the day when you say goodbye. Yes, that'll be the day when you make me cry. You say you're going to leave. You know it's a lie cause Good morning, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel Pep Talk. I'm your host, Jake Walker, here with, as always, on Tuesday mornings, even uh, after Christmas, we have Mike Wiggins on the garden line. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing just great. Uh, Buddy Holly's? Oh, yeah, I love some Buddy Holly's. Because you know the, uh, you do, you do, Jake. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know the name of the whole band. The Crickets. Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's got to be... In the 60s. Mm. Yes, know, I, I believe so, yeah. But anyway, this is sort of a best of album I've pulled up here, but yeah, yeah well, definitely. I'm, you know, I'll have to tell you right now, the music back then was fabulous. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> There's no doubt. And so thanks for playing all of that. Um, okay, we talked about the bulbs. We got that covered. Um, now, another list or hint for winter is to plant your fall bedding plants, your pansies, calendulas, and snapdragons are, are some of the things you can plant. We covered the calendulas last week, but just a few words about the pansies, which I think is probably the most popular plant in the winter, probably in America. Um, it belongs to the viola family, and it has about 500 species. It comes from a French word that means thought or remembrance. Hmm. They were, I, I actually grew up uh, just a few minutes away from a town called Viola. Did you really? Yes. Did they grow violas? I, I, I didn't know at the time what they were, so I didn't really look for them. I just knew that that was the, the name of that place. It was funny because the first road sign that we had for that town, uh, they misspelled it. So it was voila. <laughs> so it's like over here you've got Bersheba Springs and then uh, you've got voila. <laughs> so, so cool. Yeah. Oh, here's a little tidbit about pansies you may not know. They were used um, during the 19th century to make love potions. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Who knew that? Mm. Um, they're one of the oldest flowers ever cultivated, used in medicines. They dyes and um, makes food. And many or much of the literature will tell you they're edible. I don't think I'm going to 
go out yeah. and eat a pansy. But right. always worries me when they say a plant is edible. Mm. I wonder who has sprayed what and when on right. that plant. Yes. I'm not sure I want to go out and do that. Just a couple of types of pansies, which I think is fun. One called a Bowles Black Pansy. It's a deep purple color, has a bright yellow center, and it looks great in, in containers and pots and that type of thing. The other one is sort of a whole series of pansies called Cool Wave. And the thing about Cool Wave, and, you know, the Internet is always right. Oh, I yes. looked up Cool Wave before <laughs> I came today. It says it will take temperatures as low as, okay, Jake, take a guess. As low as what? I'd say 20 below zero. Come on, Jake. You cheated. You cheated. Is that it? That's right on the money. No way. <laughs> How did you oh, know that? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, playing because, the lottery today. I just because, took a wild guess. You spent a lot of time in Viola. Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, your I deal. Did. Good for you. It was just, uh, yeah, well, osmosis okay. there. All right. Well, I'm not going to oh, wow. do 20, do 20 below zero. That's, well, that's incredible. I don't, I don't believe that. I, don't, ah, I really man. don't. I don't believe it. Then there was one called the Inspire Plus Mardi Gras mix, which fits our our city. Mm-hmm. It's great for hanging baskets. It kind of cascades, and they have very large purple and gold blooms, which are like Mardi Gras colors. Mm-hmm. And their faces, it's a, one of the pansies that has a face on it. Um, a lot of pansies are solid color. Some have faces. I love the ones that have faces. Mm-hmm. And as they say on the plus Mardi Gras mix, you notice them. Every time. So pansies are a great plant to plant in the winter. Mm. In the winter. If you really just need to, you know, you've been in the house and, you know, all the Christmas activities. And if you're like me, you've eaten everything in sight. Mm -hmm. um, You may want to get a little exercise, do a little planting in the yard and um, put a little bed of pansies out there because that really is fun to do. And they will do so well Mm. here in Pensacola. Are they are they kind of a dainty flower? Are they kind of weak in some way? Because I know you know growing up, you always heard you know if if you were picking on somebody, sometimes you'd hear them called a pansy. I don't know how that figures because pansies to put up with the cold weather, right? Are pretty strong. Yeah, so it's kind of ironic. So I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I was called that or anything in school or no way among other names. No way, absolutely not. Uh, No, uh -uh. but anyway, so that's that's the pansy. So um, (laughs) on our checklist for winter, um, plant fall bedding plants with your pansies, calendulas, snapdragons, and all of those. They're fun to do. And when the hot weather comes, they will go away because the heat will kill them all. But by then, it will be time for marigolds and petunias and begonias and all of those. So in Pensacola, we do have seasons, which makes it we fun do. gardening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It certainly does. Yes, lots of seasons here. Right. Uh, we do have a text on the uh, text line here, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Mike Wiggins on the garden line. Uh, we have a text question here. It says, my mom lives in Indiana and wants paper whites. Can you talk about paper whites? Thank you. Uh, love. Uh, uh, she loves the garden line, so great. Oh, well, great. Uh, paper whites are great. We did a whole segment on paper whites oh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it's a kind of a member of the, it's a narcissist kind of a member of the daffodil family, if you will. And in my opinion, there are two ways to do um, paper whites. One is to plant them in the yard, just like you would a daffodil. Mm. They look a little different, a little smaller, and 
keep in mind the old rule of thumb on planting paper whites or any other bulb really is you plant it two to two and a half times its diameter. That's how deep you would plant it. But the way most, I say most, a lot of people treat paper whites is to plant them inside. You put them in a, a bowl, um, put rocks in the bowl, small pebbles, if you will, marbles, and leave them work, believe, believe it or not. And you put the paper whites bulb into the rocks where it's covered about the bottom half of it is covered with water. Put it in a old kind of a dark area just for a couple of weeks. As soon as it starts putting on growth, bring it out and put it into a sunny, sunny window, and it will send up the green stalks with the beautiful white flowers on the top. So paper whites, a lot of people will time it so that they, they know it's there your house, you know, how, the, how this works. They'll time it so by Christmas you've got the paper whites are up and they're blooming, and you can do that. So it's a great, it's a great decoration for Christmas. A lot of people use paper whites. And I would think, and obviously, you're doing that inside in Indiana. That would be a great way to do it. Right. No doubt about it. Keep your questions coming in. Thank you. Thank you for that text. I appreciate it. 437-1620. This is The Garden Line with Mike Wiggins on the Pensacola Expert Panel, but we'll be right back with more after this. Hi, I'm Mansfield Coe from Pensacola Hardware. We are your best local and regional resource for industrial construction and hardware supplies. Daily, we meet the needs of Pensacola's construction companies, providing superb knowledge and co-compliant products. We specialize in concrete and masonry tools, fall protection products, and tools and supplies for the HVAC, mechanical plumbing, electrical, and glass trades. Give us the opportunity to show you why we are Pensacola's oldest and best hardware and construction supply company. Pensacola Hardware, 20 East Gregory Street, downtown. Hello everyone, Travis Thompson here from Climatech of Professional Air, your independently owned American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. It really doesn't matter what time of year we're in, you don't want to have heating and air conditioning issues in your home, much less have to replace your comfort system. The good news is, if you happen to need a new system, we have tremendous promotions going on right now that can save you a ton of money. For a limited time, our high efficiency systems have rebates up to $1,500 and income tax credits up to $2,000. And we're including a full 10-year parts and labor warranty valued at up to $2,900. So if you have to invest in a new system, the timing right now is perfect. Want more information? Call us. Climatech, Climatech. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Keep your eyes focused on the Pensacola Beach skies for the New Year's Eve fireworks all along the boardwalk. 
The skies over Santa Rosa Sound light up and ring in 2024 at midnight. Presented by the Santa Rosa Island Authority and the Escambia County Tourist Development Council. See PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more information. Happy New Year from News Radio 923 AM 1620. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. And we're back with more of the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins. Real quick. Well, here we are, real quick. Yeah. If you're planting those paper whites outside, of course, there's some things I like to do. One is to prepare your bulb bed with a little bit of Canadian sphagnum peat moss, but more important than anything else is some bone meal. Oh. If you'll put bone meal in the bed, that will certainly help your bulbs. And that stands for uh, the daffodils, the iris, the hyacinths, all of them. Put a little bone meal in that bed, and you'll be glad you did. The bulls will do much better. Where do you get bone meal? Any garden center will have it. You don't have to mm. buy much. Usually you can get it in a little five-pound bag. Mm. It's not very expensive, but it'll make a big difference. Okay, cool. Bone meal. Didn't know bone it. Bone meal, yeah. Uh, this is The Garden Line with Mike Wiggins, Pensacola Expert Panel, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Keep your questions coming in. Call or text 437-1620. We'll be right back. Angelosi, the U.S. striking three facilities used by Iranian-backed militants in Iraq. The attacks came in response to a drone strike against the Erbil air base that houses U.S. service members. Three Americans were injured in that attack, one critically. That's Fox's Trey Yanks, Congressman Corey Mills on Fox. We shouldn't be in Iraq and Syria to begin with. Let's bring our troops home. Let's start thinking about how do we actually build up a robust uh, defense here at home. Iranian leader Ibrahim Raisi claims Israeli airstrike took out a top Iranian commander in Syria on Monday. Headaches heading home from Christmas. Parts of Nebraska, South Dakota, Kansas, Colorado and Wyoming are under blizzard warnings today. And forecasters say the storm is expected to affect travel across parts of the plains and Midwest through Wednesday morning. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, more than 1,800 flights are delayed in the U.S. today, according to FlightAware. America's listening to Fox News. And now, with a step back in the archives of Pensacola News, here's John Appleyard. December the 26th, 1950, at the warehouse headquarters of the Waterfront Rescue Mission, this is News Radio 1620. And now, also on FM 92.3. Took the opportunity to visit this unusual new service here on the waterfront to see how their very first Christmas proceeded. Your reporter was greeted by Reverend Vernon Hosey and Mrs. Mary Christian, who toured us around to see what was left over after 161 homeless men spent their Christmas here. The mission, which opened just weeks ago, already is extending a helping hand to men off of fishing smacks and from deep sea vessels, as well as a few who are residents here but without personal shelter. Here yesterday, they were greeted, fed, provided with fellowship, and given a message of the season in the makeshift chapel, which is in one corner of this building. Reverend Hosey, who himself is new to our community, said that he was amazed at the response to the mission's work. He said, and I believe I'm quoting correctly, this season is a time when people suddenly feel the burden of loneliness. These men needed help, and happily we were able to extend our hands. It was for all of us a wonderful and a very different Christmas. This is John Appleyard for News Radio 1620. Are you hungry for news that keeps you informed, is local and dependable? Look no further than News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and on AM 1620. We're your trusted source for all the latest happenings in the Emerald Coast. From breaking news to in-depth reports, we've got you covered. Our team of experienced journalists brings you the stories that matter most to our community. Stay connected with local events, weather updates, and traffic reports, ensuring you're always one step ahead. We're News Radio Pensacola, informative, local, dependable.
Good morning, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel Garden Line here on a Tuesday morning. It's 9:36. A little bit uh, gray and overcast out there, day after Christmas, but uh, we're here celebrating. We got Mike Wiggins in the studio, listening to a little Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, it, it, a few people in in the world, I think, that have passed uh, in the music world, at least uh, Jimi Hendrix being one of them, Stevie Ray Vaughan being another, Prince being uh, a right. third that comes to mind. They have to be extraterrestrial. There is no way that the talent and the music that came out of those people um, was was of this earth. That is definitely just I've I always thought they're aliens, especially uh, especially Prince. If you don't think Prince is an extraterrestrial or was, uh, I just I don't know. That's just it. Just amazes me what they could do with a guitar, especially a, a Fender Stratocaster, which is you know it's not easy to get a lot out of that guitar and those those guys were able to make it sing like a you know like a person so it was that's just my two cents sorry that's just garden line mike wiggins <laughs> send in your texts uh about uh everything other than that uh 437-1620 news radio 92.3 this is the uh, jake <laughs> sorry show um so. sorry. no jake sorry. I mean, you know, don't i gotta tell you yeah you're absolutely right and there are many more Mm. Than than um, oh, yeah. Prince and Jimi Hendrix, and you just go right down Janis the list. Janis Joplin, yeah. Oh, Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just I thought she was terrific. Mm. But you're right. Um, the alien bit, I don't know totally about that, but <laughs> their, their music certainly yeah. lives on, yes. and, and will forever, it will forever. Yes. So anyway, I appreciate those comments, and I think um, you know, we just need to play more of those here on the garden line. Oh, yeah. So. yeah. So we can, well, we if you can play music that. for your plants, they, they uh, classical music, they grow better, I hear. So, Jake, you know, you've, you're, you're a hill of hidden talent when it comes to gardening. You really do. I'm a, I'm a hill of something. <laughs> I mean, you, well, I mean, you knew those pansies would go to minus 20. I did not. I just guessed. That was a wild guess, guy. I'm, I'm nah, you're I'm modest. Serious. You're just being modest, Jake. Come on. Come on. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, checklist for winter. Let's do number three here. Um, Bring your tropical plants indoors to protect them from the cold. That's easy. And a lot of times, quite honestly, that's easier to say than it is to do. Because, I'll just speak for myself, one of my favorite tropical plants that I have outside is a croton. And it's in a relatively large pot. I'm going to say almost a, a 24 to 30-inch pot. It would take three weightlifters in the NFL to pick that pot up and move it inside. Mm-hmm. So what I try to do is cover it, you know, with a sheet, you know, when we're going to freeze. And whatever reason, the croton just doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So I end up almost every year having to replace that croton. Now this year I am, here we are going into, oh, into January and we haven't had a freeze yet. It doesn't look like we're going to have one this week. Maybe, just maybe, but January can be tough. Um, mm-hmm. we, won't, we won't have a freeze, but we'll see. But if you can move those plants inside, there are a couple of rules that you, that you need to remember. And I think we all know those, but we might want to chat with about that for just a second. One is light. There are a lot of tropical plants. I use Ficus benjamina. As an example, weeping fig, another name for it. A great plant, a great house plant, but it takes probably as much light 
as any houseplant we have. Mm. So if it's wintertime and that ficus benjamina or weeping, we'll just call it a weeping fig, that's what it is. The weeping fig has been in a container outside. It didn't even have to be pure sun, just in a sunny, bright area. And you put it inside in your cozy den. By springtime, you're going to have problems with that plant. You have got to look at the plant and its light requirements and take that ficus benjamina and put it next to a very, very sunny window. Hmm. By the same token, a spathophyllium, which is a peace lily, will take you know, a fair amount of, of, of lack of sunlight, if hmm. you will. But one of the problems is you take goes from sun to very little light, and the plants will go through a shock. So try to put them in as much light as you possibly can. Second, once you bring those house plants inside, check that humidity. That is critical. We always talk on the garden line about where do these tropical plants come from? Well, in many cases, they come from the jungles, from the Amazon, where it's a rainforest, where you have filtered sun, high temperatures, and a lot of humidity. Well, you have to kind of copy that. Right. So how do we do that? If you've got that weeping fig, for example, get a mister. Just get a little mister and just mist it to increase that humidity. Also, of course, watch your water. Um, stick the old garden line method. It's very scientific. <laughs> stick your finger into the <laughs> right. dirt, and if it's moist, then, then you're okay. You don't have to worry about it. But be sure to mist these tropical plants when you move them inside. One other thing, or a couple other things, is air circulation. A lot of us have so many of these plants, we bring them inside and kind of jam them together. Mm. Well, they don't like that. They want air circulation coming through the plants. So separate them as, as best you can. And then when you move them outside, it's the same thing. Um, a lot of our plants, I'm going to take a giant leap here. For example, um, Raphaeliptus outside. You plant them too close together where they don't have a lot of air circulation, mm -hmm. you, can have, you can have some problems. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay, fertilization. Some people don't do anything. But the best thing to do is to get a water-soluble 20-20-20 formula and fertilize them maybe once a month. I wouldn't do it any more than that. Mm -hmm. Maybe every six weeks. That's all you need to do. And then water as I say, stick your finger in there. If it's moist, you're okay. Usually you don't have a lot of pests, mm. but sometimes you can get um, spider mites, for example. If that's the case, buy a little squeeze bottle of insecticidal soap. Mm. It's safe. It's not, real, it's not poison. And an insecticidal soap will generally help with all of your insect problems on, on your tropical plants. Got so that, those are the things we need to do. To as we move our tropical plants in. Yes, sir. Got a couple questions coming in here on the text line. 437-1620. Let us know what you're wondering about this morning, and Mike Wiggins on the garden line will answer it right here on the air. Uh, first question, does it matter what type of water you use to water your plants, filtered or tap water, and the temperature of the water, does that matter when you're when you're watering? You know, I think, I think the answer to all of that is probably yes. Quite frankly, all our water, we... Uh, we water our plants with outdoors, come right out of the hose. Right. So tap water 
is, mm-hmm. is, is probably just fine. Where you have a problem with temperature and water is during the hot summer mm-hmm. when you turn on the, the hose and you don't let it come all come out. You get all that water that's in the hose come mm-hmm. out because it's so Cold. hot. Oh, it's hot. It's so okay. hot. It's so hot. And so let that hose run for a little bit mm. and then water your plants so it's not so hot. Cold water, I think you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. I've known people who will sit on a patio and um, maybe have a cold drink and when they're through with it, they'll put the ice yeah. <laughs> into a plant. Yeah, you ever done, done that, I've Jake? Never, I've never done that, no. Uh-uh. Oh, never. Yeah. I'm sure that's impossible. <laughs> no. If I did, I didn't remember it because I had had a few. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, one more question before we get to the break. Um, a texter said, uh, I've never heard of a waxed amaryllis. How is it sold? Is it in a kit or is it assembled? Okay, that's a great question mm-hmm. because I asked last night, the exact same question and was told that some of your florists, for example, will sell them, but they also said they had a box of them, like a box of three at Sam's. Now I, I have never seen them there, but it looks like your garden centers, um, your florists, or even some of your big box stores would probably have them. It's, when I say it's relatively new, mm-hmm. it's relatively new to me. Right. But, man, I tell you, it just lo- they looked great. But you could tell, for example, last night we had the table. It was a long table. We have a lot of grandchildren. Um, and had three of them lined up. Mm-hmm. But they were in different stages of bloom. Mm. One of them was wide open with a beautiful trumpet-like bloom. The other one had smaller blooms that are coming on. The other one... Very little. Hmm. So I think it was probably because of the light where they had been before they were used on the table to decorate. Hmm. But go back to what I said originally, no water, no soil, no fertilization, no pests. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go for it. It's a no-brainer there. Exactly. We're going to take a short pause for the cause. We'll be right back with more Garden Line here on Pensacola's Expert Panel, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Uh, What'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedSpa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwater's on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. Naval Air Station Pensacola has a significant economic impact in our area. It employs more than 16,000 military and 7,400 civilian personnel and the headquarters for Naval Education Training Command, a command which combines direction and control of all Navy education and training. There's a lot more you can know by tuning in Monday morning at 9 and hear what's happening at NAS Pensacola on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Berman Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They also have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Berman Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Proven Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online 
at priminproper.com. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel at the Garden Line on Tuesday morning. It's 949. Thank you for joining us this day after Christmas. I had a great one. Ate a lot of food, and uh, now I'm ready to learn more about uh, some of the flowers that uh, my wife is definitely trying to get going. Uh, We've got a patio. It gets a little cold, and then it'll get warm, and then it's humid, and then it's not humid, and it's dry. So it's Pensacola, Jake. Yeah, yeah. You got to roll with it. You got to roll with it. it. It's great. I mean, you look at some, some of the weather up in the Northeast. Mm. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. You know, I am. I, I did live in Chicago for a while, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now, the first snows are gorgeous. Oh. But after that, you know, you say, "Come on." Walking around downtown when that wind hits you, when you turn oh. the corner around one of those buildings, oh man, it's enough to slice right through you. Oh yeah, I can. I can see the lake. Where oh, I live. No. And uh, man, it mm. was cold. So, Mm-mm. anyway, um, we're still doing our checklist here. We talked about, okay, we finished our tropical plants. We're going to take them in. The, I think the important thing to finish up that discussion is to plan. Plan on which plants you're going to cover, which plants you're going to try to get into the garage, which plants you're going to try to move into the house, um, and then line up a couple of teenagers, <laughs> strong teenagers, to help you do it. Because of some of those things are really heavy. Okay, that's tropical plant. Let's move on here. Okay, um, so winter ryegrass, we've talked about that a little bit. Um, this is the time. Put your winter ryegrass out now if, if you want green grass for the winter and if you don't mind mowing it. Most of us, including myself, have put the lawnmower up for the season. Um, I do. I did run it right before Christmas to get the, the leaves out of the yard so it would look nice. But for the most part, we don't have to worry about mowing the lawn, obviously, in the winter because the grass is going dormant, and so you're not going to get much growth out of it. But the winter rye is good. Let me repeat, because I've said this numerous times on the garden line, the caution about putting out winter rye grass and getting it into your flower bed. I know I'm a broken record on that, but man, if you do that, Jake, it will be the biggest mess. Cause you, then you've got a lawn growing up in your flower bed, and you just can't get rid of it. I mean, you can't get in there. Nobody's going to get in and pull it out. So just be careful. The way to do it, in my opinion, is near the flower bed. Is If you're putting your winter ryegrass out with a spreader, um, that's, that's okay. But when you get close to your flower beds, do it by hand. Just kind of sprinkle it by hand. You're putting about 8 to 10 pounds per 1,000 square feet 
So you're putting a fair amount out, and then water, 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 and it will come up. Jake, that winter ryegrass will come out on that asphalt parking lot. I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) If you put enough water on it. It will find a way. It will find a way. So um, be careful when you put it out, but it surely is pretty. I I think I told the story before. I hate to repeat myself on the garden line about the um, customer I had one time that had a beautiful zoysia lawn. Mm. and wrote Merry Christmas, Happy New Year in ryegrass uh, in the yard. Uh, and so it was kind of funny. It stopped traffic, I'll tell you right now. Oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> there was no doubt about and it. And I've bought those spreaders before uh, yeah. when I had my house up in Nashville and I was trying to put down grass seed. And the spreader, I mean, it throws it. It really does oh, a spread long way, it. So long you have to be careful think. with that stuff yeah. like that, yeah. I, I've always thought if you don't have a huge yard, is to use one of the hand seeders. Mm. Those uh, it, it puts a lot out, yeah. but you can control it a little bit better. Mm. And you can, like I say, back up to that flower bed mm. so you don't get any in the flower bed. That's wow. a hand seeder. They're really cheap. Um, I even use that for my spring fertilizer in my front yard. My front yard's not quite that big, but I can really control it with that hand seeder. So um, that's something you may want to look at. Yeah. All right, where are we here? Oh, okay, another um, checklist for winter. And this is this is kind of cool. If you're going to transplant some shrubs, it's a great time to do it. And the reason is, in the hot, hot weather, if you want to transplant a shrub in July, um, when you dig up that shrub, you're going to lose some of the root system off of that plant. And so when you put that plant in a new hole and it's 95 degrees, that plant's going to go through a shock. And sometimes they don't make it. But when we do it in the winter... The shock is much less. Now, you still have to do a couple of things if you're transplanting a shrub. One, obviously, get as much of the root system as you can. And in the hole, the new hole in which you're putting the plant that you're moving from point A to point B, be sure to incorporate some Canadian sphagnum peat moss. That comes out of of Canada. And what that will do in that hole mixed with the sand that you're going to mix it with, probably about, oh, I'd say one-third peat moss, two-thirds of the sand that you dug out of the hole, and mix it all together, water it good, which is going to make a mush. It's going to be nasty. Then take out enough of that mixture to put that plant that you're transplanting in the hole and then backfill with that Canadian sphagnum peat moss and the sand that you dug out and then level it out. What you don't want to do is plant it too deep. Matter of fact, plant it right at the level at which it was planted before. And some people will even say have that root ball a little, little bit higher than it was before. But if you do it too deep, you're really going to have some problems. Now, some people will prune their plants after they do it. I don't think that's necessarily necessary if you plant it right. If you plant it right, you can do your pruning in the spring. But lastly, be sure you get enough water on it. And I've never been a big fan of having a sprinkler system water my newly planted plants or trees. Mm. It doesn't put enough out. It just doesn't. Take that hose, get an old garden hose, and run it out there and let it dribble on it for maybe even an hour or so. Mm. So it gets water deep all the way down to the bottom of that hole that you just dug. And if you do that, 
your chances of success are much greater than trying to do it midsummer. It just, right. just doesn't work. Well. We're going to get another break in real quick, and we'll be right back for the last couple minutes of Garden Line here on Pensacola's Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Attention hunters, it's time to get better results for your food plots and Barnes Feed Store has what you need to help make your hunting season a success. If you have soil sample results, bring it in and they'll point you in the right direction. Get your bags of pre-mixed seeds or single seeds, deer protein, rice bran, deer candy, and your headquarters for Pennington Rackmaster. Get your food plots right this year. Get over to Barnes Feed Store, a proud Pensacola tradition for over 65 years in Ensley and Old Palafox and in Molino on Highway 29. This is Pastor Carl Gallups of the Hicker Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Are you and your family looking for a church that when Sunday morning rolls around, you can say, oh good, it's time to go to church? Well, let me invite you to consider worshiping with us at Hicker Hammock Baptist Church, where multiplied hundreds of people say these very words every Sunday. We are doctrinally sound, featuring the exaltation of Jesus Christ and the clear contextual preaching of the Bible. The Bible is made relevant and exciting. You're convicted, challenged, encouraged, and uplifted at the same time. We have premier youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, Bible studies, and missions outreach. We have a team of pastoral counselors offering guidance for your Christian and family life. You can find out everything you'd want to know about us on our huge and highly interactive website at hickoryhammockbaptist.org. Let me give you an open invitation to worship at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church this Sunday morning. And then the next Sunday, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. I kid you not. Regular members and even first-time guests say it every single Sunday. This is Lindsay and Chill Out Cryo Spa wishing you a wonderful Christmas and Happy New Year. Well, in a few weeks, Cat Country celebrates their 20th anniversary. And on behalf of the Apple Yard Agency, who's been around over 60 years, we want to wish you the Happy anniversary and the best holidays possible. We love our partnership with Cat Country. This is Heather Hurst with DR Horton, wishing a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. John Hutchison uh, sent us a text in over the break, said Clapton is God. So uh, it's definitely John's, John's favorite. I'll tell you what we'll do, John. There. Next week, we'll, um, we'll start out the show playing Layla. Yeah, yeah, you are so right. He is great. John Hutchison did a great job sitting in for Andrew. Some yes, fabulous interviews. Um, did a good job. Hope you'll come back and do it again. Yes. Garden Line here on Pensacola's Expert Panel. Mike Wiggins, thank you for being here today. Oh, Jake, good job. Thank yes. you. And thanks Happy for all our listeners. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. 1620 News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.